Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. We are broadcasting live from the Accurate Booth at Sherm in Vegas. That's Sherm23, if you want to look at the hashtag. And we're actually going to be talking a little bit about iSIMS. So would you do me a favor and introduce yourself and what you do at iSIMS? Because you've been at iSIMS for a while now that I remember. We're not going to say years. Uh, yeah, this has been quite a few years. I'm actually a double boomerang to iSIMS. No so. way. For sure. I actually started at iSIMS a little, about 24 years ago. So I was there. I was a college recruit, a little baby. And I was there for about three years, left, came back for six years, left, and came back four years ago. Did you stay in the industry when you left? I or, did. Yeah. I actually I actually did a tour at Taleo, a tour at Success Factors, and about six years at Hireview as well. Well, I think we met at Hireview. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's where we met. It was probably, that's actually where the red jacket came from, was from digital disruption over there. And it's that's just kind so of hilarious. become a thing. That was such a wonderful conference. Yeah. It was because of, they, at the time, they got all practitioners to speak. Yeah. So it was all practitioners. It wasn't your typical kind of HR stuff. So no, for, no, for sure. And really? I actually apologize. I don't. Did I say my name? <laughs> Phil? No, you didn't. <laughs> did you probably? I'm like, just telling everybody about myself, and you have no idea who I am. Now. <laughs> this is Phil Rodriguez. I'm the RVP of Enterprise Customers for iSIMS, and I'm based out of Austin, Texas. And how long have you been in Austin? I've been in Austin for about 24 years. Okay. So when I, long enough to see some of the change. See all of the change. That growth, that skyline is completely different. It's, but. it's unrecognized. I was down there for TA Tech. This is probably a couple weeks ago. And I didn't recognize, because I grew up in Texas. Yeah. And so I didn't recognize the skyline. And I, we have a lake house in Belton. So I get down pretty often, and it's just changing that rapidly. All the time. And it didn't stop over the pandemic. just kept getting all those high-rises went there and everything. I'm glad they're getting back into more of the events and the music and everything's getting back to where it used to be. So that's fun. Yeah. I did South by Southwest a bunch of times. It's always a wonderful time. It's also not because, again, I grew up in Texas. So I'd go down to Austin, and we'd go down the river and floating the rivers and stuff like that. As a kid, I'd go to Green and do all this stuff. So it's not the Austin of my childhood, yeah. but it's also got some really cool parts of it that are still there. It does. It's, it's only really big live, work, eat, play metro area in Texas. Right. And then you have great food, great music, so many things. Though, Live music office. capital of the world. Absolutely. Man, it's the only place I can think of that if you want to listen to reggae music at 3 in the morning... <laughs> There's two or three bands. That's true. All you got to do is go find them. They're there. Absolutely. So I got a couple things that I want to do. Now, your position at iSIMS is currently, you did say it, but sure. I want to go through it a bit. Sure. Okay. So I'm the RVP of Enterprise Customers. So I have a team of eight account managers. Yep. We work with our some of our larger customers in a variety of different verticals. Right. And we're basically like quarterback that works with the customer success managers, the professional service managers brings everything together and is kind of like that strategic advisor for our customers. And we were talking before we hit the record button about Inspire, which right. I told you I loved kind of everything about Inspire. Small, I mean, small in the sense of not 23,000 yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. come, come. So it's lunchtime, so if you hear a bunch of noise, that's Everybody's what that hungry. is. Everybody's hungry. Everybody's <laughs> hungry. And so what I loved about it is like I get to, I get to meet people and actually talk to them. Right. And then see him again later that night or the next day. Yeah. And I, I like that. It was intimate. It's nice. It's a very procured, well-procured event because yes. it's the on-site is invite only. Right. And so for the customers that are there, they want to be there. They want to meet everybody. They want to share all That's their right. ideas. So it really made it special and it's continued to grow, but not overly big. It's grown with a purpose basically right. to keep it that larger intimate environment, yeah, I guess yeah. you could say. I think that the we had good weather. So the weather, fantastic weather. Yeah, weather played, played well with us. Mm-hmm. You know, we could go outside and have lunch. It was just, I don't know, 
every all your team that put it together, they did a wonderful job. So yeah. I know that the next year, like you get done with a conference, and everybody's yeah, that was fantastic. Okay, what are we gonna do next year? <laughs> How are we gonna top that? How are we gonna top that? <laughs> all right, I got a couple of things I want to okay. talk with you. All right, so so a first question. Mm-hmm. Can you share details about your partnership with Accurate? Sure. Well, we work very closely with Accurate. We actually have for quite a few years. And the way we work with them is through integrating various levels of integration. Our prime integration is basically one of the ones that is already good to go. It makes a really good candidate experience. Same thing with hiring manager recruiter experience. And then we also partner with the teams to make sure that we're introducing customers to each other and making sure we're making those introductions. Uh, I'll give your team a... Not your team, but the team that continues to use your integration team. I have nothing but compliments that come back from that team. Mm-hmm. So somebody would come to me and say, "Hey, we're going to integrate with Isens." I'm like, "You'll love yeah, the they, team; is fantastic." They have a tough job, but the nice thing is between the alliances team and the integration team, they've done a really good job of making sure that we have partnered with all the right people in our ecosystem. Right. We listen to our customers and make sure that we have that really seamless integrated experience. And that's what we have with, with Accurate. So they've been a great partner in that. So one of the things that we talked about a little bit is it's attract, engage, hire, and advance the best talent. How does, how's your partnership with Accurate? How does it f- help you facilitate that? Sure. So one of the ways we've been trying to do, and actually, especially recently, is we've restructured how the account management and the CSM teams are servicing our customers. Right. We used to have a bit more customers, now we've gotten down to a more procured list, right. which is allowing for us to be strategic, not only directly with our customers, but engaging our partners as well to right. understand how they're, where they fit in the ecosystem and how we can make sure that we work together seamlessly. So, so that's what's really nice is that we really rely heavily on these partners because we don't want them to just be like blocks on the TA map. Right. We want them to be a true partner so that we really understand the candidate journey and the candidate experience. What I love about that is it's not like you're just trying to collect an ecosystem for collecting an ecosystem. Right. We have 19 people to do this, etc. It's You want to go deeper with maybe less people, but go into do, do really deep integrations with folks. Right. Exactly. So... Off topic, but something I wanted to ask you. Have you noticed that candidates want the whole process to happen faster? I think so. I think it's a combination of faster and just easier. Yeah. I think uh, it's your one. Everybody wants it to be mobile. And it used to be you would think that mobile was more for just like the campus recruits, but now right. that's across the board. All the communication, that was a big thing that a lot of our customers talked about at Inspire was that texting was table stakes now. It's right. not something right. that you just maybe this is do. Extra. Yeah. Because you think about it, when you get a personal email, it might be sunk in the middle of like hundreds and hundreds of emails. But you get a text, and that phone just pops up right away, right. and you're gonna you're gonna see what it is. Which so. y'all have historically, uh, I mean, you acquired Texture Group, but you've made great acquisitions. Yeah. Just along the way, you've made some really wonderful integrations because you could have built all that stuff. Right. It's like why build it? Dude? Someone else has already built it, got customers, will just integrate it, and then you know rebuild it over time. Yeah, it's been nice. I really like the acquisitions that we've made and that they all stay true to the TA focus that we have. Right. We're not trying to be full HCM. Yep. We integrate with all the HCMs sure. and partners as well. But we're really, I really have appreciated, and that's what keeps me coming back, is that we've really stayed close to our roots and really focused on just the, the TA portion of the platform. So what are the pain points of TA leaders right now? Because you got your fingers on the pulse of some of the bigger, you know, more complex hiring process, some of these leaders. Again, we just went through ISIMs and yeah. we could go speaker by speaker, but, you know, off camera or even 
when you're talking to them? Like, what do you think's keeping them up at night? I think there's a couple of things that we heard. There were some themes that we saw, especially at Inspire. One of them was everybody is really hungry now for more analytics across the board and across all of the different partners that they're using. Yeah. Um, that was one thing that came out. The other thing is that they're looking for some more innovation and trying to understand how they can best use AI. That's always the big topic of conversation, but how you use it in the right way and right. to a way it makes sense and keeps that personal kind of touch as part of their process. And then just a candidate experience is always a focus, whether right. that's making it ease of use on the front end because it was a really tough market. We have a product called Insights where we basically, we have all of our customers and we're able to see different trends and it's helped a lot of our customers understand the applicant pool that's actually applying may not be the ones that they're actually marketing to. I and just so. recorded a podcast with Laura yeah. and going through the insights. Laura yeah, mm -hmm. just going through the insights report, one of some of the findings this year. We've done it for years, but every year it's something different. He's, you've seen it so long enough that you know that every year something's different. It keeps changing. I think that's the other theme I think we notice is that everybody really is keen on flexibility just yes. because you keep seeing so many things change. So you need a platform, you need partners that are able to ebb and flow as the different candidates pull do the same because they've been all over the place the last couple of right, years. Right. And so they're looking for those analytics to tell them what's happening so that they're actually marketing to the right candidates at the yeah. right time. Well, and that, again, it's it's they've got to have the insights, but then they've got to be able to do something with the insights. So exactly. it's like, it's only as good as your its ability to say, this is what you should do, or here's the three things that you should do, etc. Yep. Any thoughts on the future of, kind of talent acquisition and screening, kind of those things coming together? So I was actually just speaking with Carly here just a little while ago, and I think one of the things is I see it continuing to get more integrated. It's always going to be providing that seamless experience, that seamless candidate experience. But what was interesting is I think one of the things we're looking to do with Accurate is do some more kind of process mapping and looking at not just how we work together, but how it fits in bigger picture. Right. And I think that's going to be advantageous to our customers because then it's almost like helping them as well get situated and organized and letting them know that we really both want to be partners. We don't just want to see where we are. We're not just one product and one little spec. We right. want to see how the whole kind of journey looks like. It's fascinating, especially as you all do some global business too. So you know that, you know, global, you know, accurate. They were telling us earlier that they're in 195 countries. I didn't know there was 195 countries. So I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. I had to kind of Wikipedia that, you know, <laughs> okay, maybe something's happened while I wasn't watching. But yeah, they're, so they're in 195 countries. I'm like, how do you do background screens and, you know, pick a place? Yeah. You know, especially with all the laws and regulations and everything. I mean, there's some tough ones out there. So it's pretty impressive that they have that type of reach. And that's what we look for with our partners because we're global as well. So we need yep. somebody who can be able to kind of handle that's all right. of those different things. It's it, the complexity of global. And, you know, because of the pandemic, almost all of us are global now in right. some form or fashion. We might not have employees in 195 countries, but... Um, Maybe 194. <laughs> <laughs> so any other new trends or priorities you're hearing from talent leaders uh, at SHRM mm -hmm. or beyond this event? Like anything tracking for you? We hear a lot of them trying to get more creative with video, whether that's doing more video interviewing or yep. whether it's using, like, we have our video studio product, product, not just for the talent acquisition side, but really using it more for engagement, like for onboarding. Yep. There actually is, it's been interesting, a lot of the customers that stopped by here at Sherm, a lot of them are really starting to focus and look at that onboarding process more closely. Right. So I think it, they've done some tweaks and changes on the front end and the top end of the funnel 
now they're like, how do we prevent ghosting? How do we make sure that we get people, those great candidates that we spend all that time and money on, how do we get them to actually not only start, but how we get them to stay? Right. So we're starting to see more in terms of them looking at onboarding, uh, retention, and internal mobility has been a big topic of conversation. Uh, I'm sure that skills, uh, you got some of the conversations you had last year, maybe even this year, it's about skills-based hiring, things Absolutely. like that. Yeah, versus job subscriptions, we're looking more for the skills. And that's where I think a lot of the internal mobility solutions are starting to get a lot of traction yep. in that they're not only looking for, you may have somebody who doesn't fit the description, but right. they have the skills. But they have the be, potentiality. Exactly, and you can yeah. craft them that way. Because obviously, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of money to lose an employee. So I've been tracking some of the internal mobility plays as well, like yourself. How do you see those folks? Because you know, they're basically doing what we do on the front end. Yeah. But they're doing it internal, right? And it's always been a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's always historically been a struggle. No one's ever done internal mobility wonderfully. Right. But so I see them attacking that. Do you see them at one point coming out front and doing pre-hire stuff? Or do you think that the map, the world's big enough just to do internal mobility? No, possibly. I think what it is, what the, our customers are doing is it doesn't necessarily need to be a full-blown internal mobility solution that they need. Right. They really just need help in looking at their internal candidate experience. Right. And it's so funny how you have so many customers that have this fantastic experience on the front end for new hires, but then they just throw up a portal <laughs> for like internal and it's just, yeah, go find your own thing. Here's it's a job. A, here's a job. You can find it. You've been here a while. Which... <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense on some level, yeah. Because, but, it's, but it's also it, it's like we the romance phase on the front end. Yeah, when we're hiring somebody, we, man, we go deep. We're, yeah, we're romancing. Like we, we, we dress nice for the date, and now for our boys, we're just putting on some pajamas. It's like, hey, you take yeah, a find yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my son, one of my sons, he wears the Gap pajama pants. Yeah. He wears those everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's crazy to me, because I'm like, we'll go somewhere, and you'll be, you'll be wearing pajamas. I'm like, dude, seriously. What? Those are pretty comfy, though. <laughs> they are pretty comfy. <laughs> I know you're super busy, especially at an event like this, but thank you so much for coming by. Yeah. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Great talking to you, as always. All righty.